Yesterday, of course, the Ontario government announced their framework for reopening the province's economy. That, of course, is a day that many business owners and workers are anxiously awaiting, not to mention loyal customers who have seen downtowns literally transformed into ghost towns. And that is the headline in a recent piece in the Financial Times, co-authored by Stephen Moranis, who is a real estate industry veteran, and he joins us now on the line here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Stephen, good afternoon. Thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. How are you today? Well, I'm doing okay, thanks. But I think like a, a lot of us trying to make sense of the uh, road ahead here, and perhaps we can just look back briefly. And can you sort of quantify for us just how downtowns like Toronto and in other major centers, how they've really been turned upside down by this pandemic? Well, and, and uh, you know, I appreciate you mentioning uh, our column, the Hater Moranis Bulletin. We write weekly in the Financial Post, and, uh, you know, the headline was Downtown to Ghost Town. I, I think it's more from a, you know, hopeful, aspirational point of view, um, downtown to Newtown. I think it's going to be a new town. And uh, what we see right now, I live right downtown, uh, Young and Bluer. It's really quiet, uh, storefront, retail. Uh, mostly is clo- are closed. Um, banks are still open. It, restaurants are trying to keep going with takeout and uh, delivery. And uh, it's going to be some time until we adjust to what hopefully will be a new, better, positive normal. You know, I live downtown as well. And I remember when I moved to Toronto close to a decade ago, just being floored by after seven o'clock how quiet it got downtown because i was used to toronto when i would visit just being this bustling uh, metropolis but i was just usually there during the middle of the day having said that you're right it is just eerily quiet downtown now and is there a legitimate fear amongst residents and business owners that it might never get back to what it was well i think it's going to get back to you know maybe what will be a new a new better normal and i think you know, people look, uh, I noticed uh, Mervish Productions have uh, basically deferred all productions till 20, uh, I guess, 21, till January 2021. Uh, as much as uh, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment are hopeful that we're going to go out and watch the Raptors and, and watch the Leafs and, and, you know, hopefully watch the Blue Jays, I think that's not going to happen uh, till 21. And, um, you know, I think we'll get back to be being able to go to the symphony and art galleries and and sports events and those kinds of things. Um, you know, the real simple sort of neutralizer will be getting a vaccine. And uh, I think everyone's hoping and praying that that's going to come about. But while we are in the sort of realm of uncertainty, I think you have to if you if you think back not too long ago, um, you know, everyone said online shopping isn't going to happen, isn't going to be real. And I think what, what has happened, this unfortunate pandemic has fast-forwarded the generational changes that might have taken tens and twenties of years uh, to, to basically, um, you know, become fashionable. And everyone's doing that. I live in a condo. I mean, I can't, I can't, I didn't think there were so many Amazon boxes, uh, that were able to be you know, <laughs> filled and shipped. And I'm sure every condo is like that. And I think there's, listen, there's going to be some real challenges. I think a lot of people, especially millennials, and some of the things we've touched upon, um, are going to like uh, to work from home. And, you know, when you've got uh, so many jobs, as, as our, as our uh, column 
indicated, like 450,000 plus jobs in downtown Toronto, which requires unbelievably great public transportation. Also, you know, reasonable, um, you know, automobile transportation. Obviously, there's no more gridlock. And, you know, the question is, are you going to need that now if there's going to be a transformation of the downtown where many companies are going to slim down their bricks and mortar, have less offices, let people be more flexible and work from home. You know, some of the studies, besides all the sort of mental, uh, you know, mental wellness issues of being isolated and all that other stuff, I think people are actually more productive working at home. They, they start earlier. You don't have the one-hour, one-way commute. They end up sort of, you know, even working late. I mean, you know, someone like my, myself who ha- may have a bit of insomnia, I, you know, I'll get on the computer maybe at midnight till 2, 3 in the morning, and you're, you're more 24-7 being able to work at home. Sure, you don't have the social interaction, but uh, you know what? I think it may be, you know, society may be better off uh, once this thing settles you know, into whatever is the new normal. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Stephen, you're really touching on what I think is a central tenet of this article, downtown to ghost town to what you say now might be a new town. And that is, and I was really struck by this in the column, was that is the mindset going to change of major corporations and conglomerates because there used to be like an ego thing to having a big building and having this office space, this luxury office space downtown. Is this an eye-opener for companies that maybe they don't need to be paying all of that rent and all of that square footage? And to your point about employees, do they really need to be coming in every day? And how is that going to change uh, the downtown and how it looks? Uh, I mean, if you don't have as many workers coming in, there's certainly so many other uh, spin-off effects from that, people not buying as many any lunches, that sort of thing. Absolutely, and I think I think there's going to be some uh, definite changes in tastes and trends. High-end retail, uh, maybe you know, suffering uh, definitely in the short tr- short term. They're going to have to you know reestablish themselves. You know, there was one article because you know Murtaz and I do a lot of research all the time, and we pulled out an article. There's a there's a whole new thinking now that they're basically, uh, and it was some. Um, uh, Alberta researchers, scientific researchers, that have come out and said that COVID-19 can be spread by building ventilation. And um, this is this is true. This is absolutely... In fact, SARS ended up spreading because there was someone in Hong Kong who, who was staying in a hotel on the same floor and was not in physical contact with them, came back to Canada, and basically that was sort of one of the starts. So you know, besides the fact that there could be a transformation of utility, you're right. You know, do I have to have my corporate head office at First Canadian Place or Scotia Plaza with the big name up, you know, on the 70th floor when all, you know, all my employees don't even want to come to work anymore because, you know, the, the people are going to, this hasn't even been touched yet. We're just trying to get back out and be a little more sort of mobile and active but once you're in, whether you or I are in a condo, like I'm starting to scratch my head and saying, geez, I wonder how the HVAC is in my building. Do they have HEPA filters and, you know, all the kind of stuff you need? Um, and people are going to, you know, or the restaurants you go to or the shoppers mm-hmm. or the log lots. Well, you know, there's so many unknowns that we're still learning about the virus and about the disease and so many questions that will come from that that play into our day-to-day lives and our uh, working lives uh, for certain. But are all of the... 
all of the connotations here that we're talking about in the fallout, are they necessarily uh, negative? Because one of the things we've talked about on this show for years, really, when it comes to the gridlock and the congestion in the city is just getting employers to trust their employees to work from home. And I think what we're seeing right now is a forced test or pilot project from that. And maybe we're going to see a much more livable city in some ways that we can actually get around. Well, you know, it's interesting. I know there's a bunch of uh, industries and uh, and professions that have been pretty virtual. I know a number of the owners at Forest Hill Real Estate uh, Signature Office, and uh, they've been. It was an easy sort of uh, you know sort of crossover to be completely virtual, and people are actually looking at houses, listing property. This is residential listing properties for sale, making offers, buying properties. Uh, it hasn't completely stopped. It hasn't completely stopped. And, you know, I think financial professionals, I think insurance agents, you know, mortgage agents, uh, many of many and of these, uh, you know, professional uh, vocations uh, can clearly, you know, easily transition over to virtual. Now, you know, one of the problems, if you, you know, you remember, there was always a... Um, a kind of a, a, a reinvention of space. When Zellers went out of business a number of years ago, those spaces became big gyms or movie theaters or all these other things. And this is going to happen. I mean, it, 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 I don't know if you remember, many, many years ago, there was, tr- there was basically transformation of B office buildings in Toronto. And one in particular was young and Wellesley was actually the Ministry of Consumer and Commercial Relations was an office building, and they transformed it uh, into a residential condo. So, you know what? It may be that some of these office buildings, both B and A, uh, once they lose possibly half of their tenants, may say, geez, you know, maybe we'll transition and make it into uh, mm-hmm. a condominium. Or yeah. a Interesting stuff. Yeah, Stephen, listen, so I got to thank you. I'm sorry. I'm right up against it. I got to thank you for the time. I really appreciate the uh, conversation, and I hope you'll come back and uh, join us again. Well, you know what I say? Keep well and be safe, and it's a pleasure talking with you, and I think uh, we're hopefully going to end up with a better world uh, down the road. Absolutely. Stephen Moranis is a real estate industry veteran, and you can follow uh, his writings at hmbulletin.com.